Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Dahlia Ramahi. And I'm Jordan Dreyer. And today we're going to have a fun episode talking about our favorite movies. <laughs> Woohoo! All time favorites and uh, ones that we just absolutely love, right? And why? Why yes. is it your favorite movie? I love movies. I love movies, so I love this topic. Me too. What is your favorite <laughs> movie, Dahlia? Okay, drum roll. Just all kidding. Right. We want to keep okay. the suspense up. My favorite movie of all time is, and I think always will be, Back to the Future. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I know most people don't, but anyone who knows me knows, like, I my Greyhound, my dog's name is Marty McFly. That's true. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, what about you? What is, and then we'll talk about the whys in okay, a minute, no. but what's your well, favorite so it's, it's, of all time? It's, it's way too hard to separate them, so I just say all of The Lord of the Rings. Ooh, good choice. Probably, I guess yeah. the first, the first one, The Fellowship of the Ring, is like the favorite movie to watch of them all. But like, it's just too hard to separate them. Yeah, those are that's a, I love Lord Lord of the Rings absolutely. Ooh, okay. So now let's talk about why. So do you want to go? You can go ahead first. Go first with Lord of the Rings. Okay. So for Lord of the Rings, it was like a big. Just it got me into so many things. Like so, I was in. I was like twelve when the movies started coming out. And I had never heard of it, and I saw the first movie, and I was so transfixed, and it just set off so many things of what I love, because I was like, oh my god, world building, accents, me wanting to be an actor, and we watched all the behind the scenes stuff, and like I just loved like how do they make movies, how did they build these sets and these costumes, and all of the lore that goes into it, and the books, and the like, because after I saw the first movie, I then read like all three books before the second movie came out. And um, it's just that, like, me paying attention to accents and because, and, like, the one actor is Scottish and I, I, like, discovered what are the differences between American and Scottish accents just on my own. And I later mm. found out by attending an acting class, like, this is exactly the process that she used, this teacher. And uh, so that was just funny. But, like, then, like, the human story of, like, supporting each other and, like, we can't do it alone and... And overcoming challenges, yeah, and and, 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 like and big trusting challenges. each other, or like people who like Gondor and Rohan, people who were once friends and now they're not, but they they come together again in a time of darkness. And there's just like so many good things, and plus, like it set off a ton of other people too, because we wouldn't have Dungeons and Dragons without Lord of the Rings, and um, Ooh. like it's just so big, and just the music is so powerful, and I love that there's themes for every thing like uh Mordor and the ring and um Isengard has its own theme and absolutely so there's yes. just so much that went into this as a production that um so like not only the values and stuff but also like how much it, it influenced me as a performer and or getting me into this idea of I want to build worlds too I want to write and so like I guess the the for the books um it's not as impactful because without the music and stuff but I mean, still, I, lo I do love the books as well. Yeah. You know what I love about Lord of the Rings? And um, 
and and this goes for for me for most of the fantasy movies that I love like Harry Potter as well okay what I love about Lord of the Rings is that it brings this fantastical world to life on screen mm-hmm. and you know you can if, if, I, I've never read the books so I can't speak from a reading perspective but it, as a reader I have like a very rich imagination and things that I imagine in my head are really big and awesome do you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I love I love reading because of that like I can have so much fun reading but to see the movie of magic and magic making filmmaking right and mm-hmm. to bring this fantastical world that everybody has their own way of imagining right and bringing it on a screen with all these other people imagining it and you're like oh it's fun to see how yeah are they similar to your to your vision is it different would you have imagined it this way and I just I love when things come to life for us to visually see what we what we can only imagine you know yeah and that brings me into why I love back to the future I it was I was a little kid a really young kid in the 80s like what six seven years old (laughs) years old I like like no I was even younger when the first back to the future came out but I like I grew up like I was a I was like a young kid in elementary school in the in the late 80s and 90s back to the future was huge back then you know what I mean mm-hmm. but the reason why till this day it's my top favorite movie isn't just a sense of attachment it's because of the imagination that went into creating what it would look like to time travel about you know they came up with these rules about time travel and you know every world has their own views has their own rules about time travel I know right? sometimes Some it can be you annoying you can't meet your past self but, but that's the whole beauty of uh, uh, filmmaking and, and, and writing stories for film is that you imagine the world. No one can tell you it's I right know. or wrong. No, you have, know? You, have you ever seen Netflix's The Movies That Made Us series? No. It's awesome because they, they take certain movies like Dirty Dancing. One of them is Back to the Future. And they talk about how the movie got made, how it went through so many troubles to get made. And then mm. like, so one of the things is there was some other actor playing Marty McFly in the beginning. And yeah, it's they funny. actually cast someone else. Yeah. yeah, he had the same reaction that I've seen on some like Twitter and, and Reddit posts where because at the end they're like, what a shame that Marty like had this amazing life and he doesn't get to live it. Like, cause, you know, when he comes home and his parents are like really cool now and he's like, who are you? And and so somehow he doesn't have these awesome memories that we wish that he did. And so the, the, that actor expressed the same thing. He was like, this is sad that he doesn't know this awesome life when he gets home. And the, the directors were like, it's it's a comedy. Just don't think about it. No, but, but wait, what do you mean he doesn't know his life? He remembers it. No, because like he like his brother having a job. Like now when he comes home, his brother has a job. He is not a slacker. His life is better. Yeah, yeah his life is exactly. better. And he, he still has his memories of his boring yeah. parents. And oh, so, but, but they don't have a memory of him. No, they no no like they probably remember him. I mean, he probably didn't change or whatever. I guess between the two lives, but the fact is that he um he remembers his boring parents. But like now he lives in a new reality where his parents are cool and his dad is a writer. Yes, and and so he didn't he doesn't have memories from that cool new time. And and you know what's oh I get what you're saying oh because he didn't grow up in it he doesn't have memories of it he just he just kind of inserted himself into it as yeah. he was I see what you're saying yeah 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 and and you know and 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 it's, he's the the writers are right uh, you, there's some things that just don't make sense and you just can't question because the whole premise of the movie is what would happen if you messed up with the timeline you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. and 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 like and what I love in Back to the Future is his gauge of whether he's doing it right or wrong is this picture of him yeah. and his siblings they're disappearing or not you know what I mean and um, 
And what I also is there's another theme in the in the movie in, in Back to the Future that I love, and it's this idea of fairness and, and justice. And, and what I mean to, by that is that there's a bully, you know, and he's a pretty awful bully. And he's a bully in Back to the Future's part one, two, and three, his uh-huh. past self, his, his ancestors, him, his future self. Like Biff is a jerk and a bully, yeah. you know, and he set his sights on Marty's dad. You know, for in, yeah. in, even in the and in the future on on Marty's son. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in the past, Marty's ancestor. So, like, the point is, is that it's this idea of uh, of of like conflict resolution and standing up for yourself and saying enough is enough. And and you know how people tend to look the other way when someone's like, it's just there's just so much about it. I just I loved it. I love but it. I love it. I also it. I also like that. I mean, because two and three were planned together and people say they're not as good and, well, maybe they're not. But, like, I do like oh the God, idea of, like, this, so not not only standing up for yourself, but your own self-growth. Because, like, if, like, the reason in the second one, like, Marty is, like, a loser as an older man is, like, because of that one car crash. But in the third one, he's, like, gone through his, like, he no longer feels b- um, like affronted exactly. when people call him a chicken, and so yeah. when when that car race happens, he's like, "I would have crashed into that." And exactly, I love he's that. Not letting, growth. He's not driven by that ego, and th- that's another reason why I love that movie is because of the character growth. Yeah, and, and and like the problems that we can see ourselves getting into, but it takes something deeper to see it and then choose another path. Yeah, or even you know? the the doctor, he's like, you know, I never should have invented that time machine after all. Yeah. And I, I, by the way, I just want to be clear. As a little kid, I didn't have any of these deep thoughts. For me, <laughs> it was just the pure uh, fun of time travel and, and imagining flying cars and hoverboards. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, but, I know. But, I mean, I loved, yeah. I loved the idea too of thinking like, what, what, what if I went back to my parents' high school? Like, I think I probably would have been friends with my dad because he was more nerdy, but maybe not my mom because she was more cheerle- cheerleadery. Yeah. And, you know, if you notice that some of the big movies that strike us and stay with us, like Lord of the Rings or or Back to the Future, is because they push the envelope of what was possible at that mm-hmm. time in the industry in filmmaking. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So think. it seems new. Now, like, would it be a big like like it's not a special thing. Like, could they do another Back to the Future or make a or make a remake or a, no, because the idea of time travel is so prevalent and people have so many expansive ideas about it. I don't think it would have the same traction and wonder that it did back in the 80s. Do you know a lot what I'm of, saying? A lot of these movies have very memorable music, too. I think that exactly. helps a lot. Uh, like I was just it, thinking Jurassic Park like cuz you you're talking uh, about being I love a Jurassic kid. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like I didn't see Back to the Future till I was in high school probably. Um but then I saw Jurassic Park as a kid and back then it was like, "Oh, dinosaurs. Oh, cool." But then I didn't see it again for several years until I was an adult and I was like, "Oh, okay, now I understand the story about the DNA and all this stuff." And oh then it, God, it, yes. even then it's still it's you, you now you as an adult you can get into the scariness of it. Like what would happen if this if these dinosaurs really got loose and there was no electricity and like, what are you supposed to do now? I know. And that's, what's so beautiful about it. Like, like, okay, for me, I've, I've always been into action movies, adventure movies, fantasy movies. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like I, I like some rom-coms and, but rom-coms for me are not memorable. Like I don't, I don't ever, I would never put them in my top 10. They're fun in the moment and, and, and they have good stories, not all of them, but a good portion of them do, but it's not the same. You know, like when I think about, Oh, like another um, another movie that impacted me was The Godfather. Oh. Obviously, I wasn't alive when it was first aired. I watched it, you know, in my youth. And as I only adult, just but... watched that like in this past year for the first time. 
But the reason why I love that movie, for example, is because of just purely from the acting point. And, you know, uh, Michael Corleone goes on his own uh, growth journey. It's not yeah. always pleasant because, you know, he starts out as this guy who's different from the rest of his family. He's yeah, like a pure then he gets American sucked into spirit it, or whatever. And then he gets sucked into it and then kind of uh, goes like comes into this world and then things happen. And like, you know, over the you have to watch the whole series of films to see his. Yeah, I still his, I haven't seen know. the second third yet. I still plan oh, to. Oh, man. Yeah. But anyway, so like those are the kind of movies that impact me, the ones that I think that tend to push the envelope of what's possible in filmmaking because you remember it more and you think, wow. Yeah. Like, that's actually really cool. Like, when Jurassic Park first came out, imagine having, like, I don't know if they, I'm sure they use CGI dinosaurs and all that other stuff, but it was so incredible to see them put, like, a T-Rex walk with his big footstep in the mud, his big foot, you know, like, uh, print. You know, you yeah, know that that's another that one. on. on you, you have to see that Netflix series. So that Jurassic Park is another one that they, cause, and they talk about on the episode, like, all of these episodes, it's, like, one movie at a time. And they talk about that that was oh, Jurassic it. Park was kind of the death of um, stop motion animation because oh. it, like for for a while in in debating how they're going to make this movie they they went with both of them they they were leaning towards the stop motion because of course that's what everybody knew yeah and then this one guy was like let me show you what I can do with this computer and then wow <laughs> and like that was it. See, so awesome. I love movies, you guys. I absolutely love movies. And before COVID, it was my thing to go like, whenever a new movie came out, I, I, I needed the whole experience of seeing it in the theater. I loved I know. I love going, going on the opening weekend and watching in the theater. That's something like I always did. And um, getting a nice tub of popcorn, whatever. <laughs> like all the munchies, but that's not the point. It's just the idea of being there to experience it. Yeah, you know? and a lot of these like ah, especially, I love it. I get goosebumps thinking no, like, about especially, how much I love especially old movies like they didn't have t- movies were not being made for TV back then yeah, and like exactly. even today like it's still better most movies are made for the screen. You always used to get that uh, little thing before a movie starts uh, uh what is it called adapted for TV or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like <laughs> like it's really cool when you find theaters. There's one called Alamo Draft House that will bring old movies back to the screen and so I, I love getting that opportunity like recently I yeah. saw the first Star Wars uh, on a screen and it's like I wasn't alive in the 70s of course I couldn't yeah. have seen it so that was so, so cool and then like uh, re- another time like some more recently a few weeks ago I saw the first Star Trek movie um, on and that came out in the 80s again not, was not alive and it was just really cool to see them on a huge screen then you notice things like oh skin pores or something yeah <laughs> It's really awesome. And just to see how, like, you know, um, there are so many, like, there is this movie that, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally forgetting the name. Honestly, this movie impacted me. It's the one with that, na, 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 beat about love. Um, oh my God, why can't I remember it? So it's a movie from the seventies about a guy who falls in love with a girl and she's sick. Um, I, I, I know that the, the actual, um, movie plot sounds cliche, but it's a very simple movie. I think not oh, even. Oh, is it called Love Story? Yes. Thank you. I don't okay. know why I had to. Because I, I only I only know the title, and I've never actually seen it. But so, I know that apparently it's super parodied. Yes, and 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 it's so overdone. Like the plot is so overdone, right? Mm-hmm. But if you if you were someone who was alive at that time and watched that movie, it probably struck you in a way that other movies didn't at the time, right? Yeah. And I remember 
watching this movie as an adult and appreciating it for what it was, not what it is compared to what is now. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you can kind of watch movies in that lens, uh, yeah, that that then takes you can some. Appreciate I know. It for yeah, what it is, not what it what what it is compared to. I what's know, now. like I although I, I I do want everybody to watch old movies and stuff. I I think that it it might be best in a class sometimes because you need to sometimes you need the research of what was going on. And okay, this is why this movie made such an impact. Yeah, but like, but also, like, you know, I just think about like if we can just, you know, take the time to appreciate a story, like, you know, like a like the love story is a good story, like, and it's a short movie, and the music is beautiful in it, and you know, like for example, I can't tell you what the name of the characters were in the movie, mm-hmm. I can't tell you the exact plot, but that movie stuck with me, and for that, it's one of like, it's like a movie I really, really love, and I like, and and I remember the music of the movie. Do you know what I'm saying? So sometimes there's elements of a movie that really get to you, but you don't understand why, and so if you can just like watch it for what it is, you'll be so pleasantly surprised. Like not everything has to be a huge block blockbuster with the most uh like you know for example i went and watched secrets of dumbledore yeah i mean like i wasn't that impressed with the plot was there a lot of action in it no i don't think so no see Hmm. that's what i'm saying is that like uh, i found myself a little bored in secrets of dumbledore and i was actually really disappointed that i was because i i love fantastic beasts and i love and i love i absolutely love anything with fantasy do you know what i mean yeah so like it's not not always the newest and most uh, newest technology or whatever is no i mean because it can be like i'm thinking about animated movies like that's not high technology but um like a spirited away or i love wreck it ralph (laughs) oh my my god i love that one i love when i'm painting or something that's the movie i always love just putting on and i i I just love all the easter eggs in it and the message too like he does a job that is like thankless. yeah thankless and like it is a job that somebody has to do someone has to be the bad guy of the game yeah. and um I, I just love that movie yeah you know i i i think that at the end of the day you know we can we can sit back and judge but you know just try something different you like you know you know it's another movie i really enjoy i love you've got mail that's a rom-com with tom hanks and meg oh uh, i've never meg seen Ryan. the whole thing of that i've just seen like so the i end. love that you know or like sleepless in seattle these are classics yeah you know what i mean and they're classics for a reason and it's not it's again like if you look into like in terms of today that plot's probably been told a million times by yeah. now. You know, it's not something new or whatever, but it's the way that they created the story that makes it memorable. And it's the acting that was that was like Meg Ryan and and Tom Hanks. Ugh, amazing. I know, together. like yeah, the people say like there's only 36 real plots in the world or something. So of course everything's oh, gonna be like something else. Yeah. And um, something will always be copying Shakespeare. Something will always be copying some older movie. Yeah. Or or whatever. So I don't really have a problem with it's it's yeah, it's how they do it. Yeah. And they oh make like gosh, the move like yes. Disney's or I mean not Disney, but Pixar's cars. They're it's totally based on this one old movie called Doc Hollywood. And Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like cuz in that movie uh, also with Michael J. Fox like getting back to back to the future. Like he him. he's like a doctor on his way to work in Los Angeles and somehow something happens and he like crashes into this fence and something like car crash whatever and so then he has to like stay in this town for a week or something to as a way to repair his damage like be a doctor in a small town instead 
See, yeah. that's so interesting how movies inspire other movies. Yeah. Oh, guys. Okay, you know what I would love to know? If you're out there listening, what is your favorite movie? And just tell us quickly why it is. I'm just interested to know what you guys think. Do you agree with us? Do you like our movie selections? What is yours? So Yeah, I'm it's always to know. fun. It's always <laughs> fun to learn other movies. Yeah. So... And if you Thank have suggestions you. for us, we we are down to watching it and then uh, talking about it on a future episode. So that yes. is something we can do, too. Absolutely. Uh, unless it's like the human centipede. I'm not going to watch anything like that. I've never heard of that. Is it's that like a, a disgusting, scary really movie? Dis- kind of yeah, I've never actually watched it, but my sister had <laughs> yeah. to for an art class. And she's like, don't ever watch this. And she's like scarred <laughs> from it. From- oh, my God. Well, there are certain movies I don't like, and I have my personal reasons. Like, I don't like absolute gore. I don't like that. I mean, I like suspenseful and scary movies, but just like straight up gore, I my, it turns my stomach. So that's not something I'm. Yeah, or I just do. find it un. I mean, I don't. It doesn't turn my stomach, but I just find it unnecessary. Yeah, I like, just can't. The, the plot is everything to me. The, the plot will always be everything. Like maybe you have like the worst visuals or something, but if the plot and the characters are good, then I'll watch it. Oh my god, awesome. Okay guys, let us know what you think. Your give us your uh your recommendations and it's blooming voices podcast at gmail.com. Or Twitter and Instagram. Yep. You can find us in multiple places. Yeah, and if you want more episodes like this, uh, don't forget to check us out and subscribe at bloomingvoices.com. Yes. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Bye. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information and let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday.